Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're doing Masech Das Peya Perches Mishnah Beis and Mishnah Gimel. As we've discussed previously, the Matnos Aniyam, the Leket, the Shichacha, the Olos, all these wonderful gifts we've been discussing, there is no obligation one does not remove Trumos and Maestros and all the other gifts one gives to the Kohanim or Levium from. That those gifts, the ties, only come from grain that you own, but not grain that's given to a poor person. And therefore, what happens if a poor person walks up to you, and this poor, poor person is an Amaretz, and as we once mentioned way back in Masechus Brachos in the seventh parak, and we'll discuss at greater length very soon when we get to Masechus Demai, the Chazal Ramatakin, when an Amaretz, someone who's not punctilious in their observance, someone who does not know better, brings produce to you, brings grains to you, they're holding what's called Demai, from the word da mai, where is it from? That we have to be concerned, perhaps they did not take off the appropriate tithes, they did not remove the appropriate gifts for the kahuna, matnas kahuna, and therefore we have to take it off, retake it off ourselves. Well, what happens if the oni comes to you and they say, you know what I'm giving you? I didn't take off the appropriate tithes because I did not need to. It's leket, it's shechecha, it's all the things that are exempt, we're not obligated, we are not obligated to take off the tithes from. Do we believe them, or do we say the same way we don't believe in Amaretz all year round, so we're not going to believe the Amaretz when he's holding the Leket and the Shechah in front of us? Just so we don't believe in Amaretz when they are wealthy and they gave us grain, so too that they took off the appropriate measures, so too we're not going to believe in Amaretz who's poor that he does not need to because he's holding an exe- something that's exempt, i.e. Leket, Shechah, and Peah. Nemonim ala Leket, ala Shechah, ala Peah. They are believed, and Ani is believed that what he's giving you is from the Leket. And the shikha and the peya, i.e., not obligated to take trumas and maestros from, the shaitan, around the time of the harvest, around the time when the market is flooded with leket, shikha, and peya, when everyone, all the anim are holding leket, shikha, and peya, so we assume he's holding leket, shikha, and peya. But if it's another time during the year, then demai, and we have to remove it, we, have, we can't trust him, we have to remove it for safety reasons, for precautionary measures. But maestro ani, the gifts that are given to him, that can come really any time during the year, so when he says it's and it's there's so much of it, so we assume he's telling the truth if he's holding it. Uben Levi Neman Leolam. A Ben Levi, someone who is a Levi, someone who's from the tribe of Aaron, a descendant of Aaron Kohen, they are believed to say what's in their hands is Maiserishon, because Maiserishon is one of the gifts that's given every single year, so there's an abundance of it, and we assume that's where he got it from. But all these people are only believed to say, to, when they say this is from Leket, this is from Shechah, this is from Peah, when it's the type of thing that a person gives over as Leket, Shechah, and Peah. And what do we mean by that? Stay tuned for the very next Mishnah in a minute, or a second. Mishnah Gimel. If a person comes to you holding chitin, it only comes to you holding grains, holding the actual kernels and says, this is the pay of the person left in the field for me? At the time of the harvest, he's believed. But he's not believed if he comes holding flour or bread because peya, leket, chichah, are always left in their natural form. The fact that he's holding kemach and pas, so we are suspect. Nemanam ala sora shall oras. He's believed he's holding the kernels of the sora, of the barley. But he's not believed if they are raw or they are cooked and if they are if they are shelled if someone removes the husk from the outside and whether they are raw or they've been cooked so then we assume that's not what's normally given as a matnos 
uh, on on any of the, and therefore we assume that we don't we don't he doesn't have belief and we'd have to take off trumas and mices from it. Neman a pool he's believed on beans. But he's not believed if he has mashed up beans. Whether they are raw or they're cooked, again, things in their natural raw state, that is what's normally left over, and therefore the person has nemanas, he's believed to say that it came from one of the presents that were given to the, to the poor people, and thus they are exempt for Trumas and Maestros. Whereas if they're no longer in the raw state, such as it's been mashed up, or it's flour, it's been pulverized and made into flour, so then one would have to take off trumas and maestros out of, out of being suspect out of, as a precautionary measure. He's believed to say this oil is maeser ani, but he's not believed to say it came from the zeisi nukufu, which are the small little olives that were left on the tree because they were too small and to produce olive oil. They just weren't big enough, and therefore they leave them on the tree. They weren't normally given to the to the poor people. So a person says this is from them. We do not believe them. The driving force, the driving motif of this mishnah and the previous mishnah is as, is as follows. There's a concept of a person is believed. A person is believed, Eid Echa Neman Isurim. A person is believed about to say the status of something. That you don't need, normally when you think of belief, we think of Eidus, you need testimony, you need two. Two people come in and say, We saw so and so kill so and so. Two people come in and say, We saw so and so get married to so and so. But there are times when it comes to Isurim. One only needs one person, the butcher, to say this is kosher meat. If you go to the, the, the kosher butcher store, if, you don't have to look around for two kosher agents to say, so new, do you see him shechted or not? A person is normally believed to say this is this is kosher, this is not kosher. How why is that? Why do we say that although in most areas of Eidos testimony you need two, but Eid Echa Neman be Isurim, that when it comes to Isurim, when it comes to the status of things, so then we believe one person, so there are three sources for it. One source is the Safra Allah. A woman who's in Nida counts the days of her Nida. She counts as she's at Zion the Kiman. The Torah tells us the Safra Allah. She counts for herself. Says Tosfos, we see here the source that one person, i.e., this lady, she doesn't need people to witness that she's counting, she's going through Shiva the Kiman. She can count for herself, and we believe her. Rashi and Hulan says, no, maybe it's logic. Logic dictates that you just cannot have a circumstance where you have Adam everywhere. For watching every and witnessing everything that happens, the, the society couldn't function. We couldn't function, and therefore logic dictates there's a room and there's place for even one person to testify and say, "Eid echad neman biyisurim." Obviously, a person can lose their lose their nemanas. A person can lie, and we no longer trust them. But the template is the standard is the starting point is "Eid echad neman biyisurim." And lastly, there's a Rashi and Gittin. Says Rashi and Gittin, you know how I know "Eid echad neman biyisurim," because look, we trust what we trust in "Eid echad." When it comes to Shechita, we trust Nedecha when it comes to Truma. And what's his source? He doesn't say, but presumably he's thinking of our Mishnah right here. We trust someone to say, this here came from Matnos Aniyim. Everyone should have a wonderful day.